they burned it down. If you rebuild, they build it. They will come and build it. You didn't hear? Beg your pardon. Good boy. He. If you rebuild, they build it. They will come. They blew it up. If you rebuild, they build it. They demolished it. If you rebuild it, they will come. But horror has a permanent address. Welcome to my home. The house of Frankenstein lives. You see, uh, we began a project a few years ago, but unfortunately it was it was interrupted. And we're most anxious to take it up again. In September and October, the Fire and Water Podcast Network presents a Supermates tradition, covering four classic horror films and four related comic book adventures. I must find more victims before my work is done. You need look no further, Vampirus. We'll take the bat jet to the Hall of Justice and transform the other super friends. <laughs> Featuring an all-star cast. James Spader. Are you crazy? Jack Nicholson. Oh, just marking my territory. Anthony Hopkins. She lives beyond the grace of God, a wanderer in the outer darkness. Lon Chaney Jr. One becomes accustomed to the darkness here. Michelle Pfeiffer. You're afraid that when it gets dark, you'll attack me. Vincent Price. Let's uh, see what the rest of this mausoleum looks like. Gary Oldman. It's really of your own villains, Lee. Some of the happiness you bring. Winona Ryder. I almost feel pity for anything so hunted as this count. Peter Cushing. I am a doctor of medicine, law, and physics. To the best of my knowledge, doctorates are not awarded for witchcraft. But if ever they are, no doubt I shall qualify for one. And Keanu Reeves. Doctor! This Halloween, visit our field of screens at the scenic house of Franklinstein, where terror is only a listen away. <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris, and joining me for issue two of Son of Sam Hain is Greg Elner. Thank you for coming back on, Greg. Hey, nice to be back. I, uh, As I said last, uh, last podcast, I have uh, I've written up a timeline for Hack Slash. We haven't had much new stuff for a while. But it's been in the more recent books. Definitely. Well, we're going to jump right into the issue. This is Hackslash, Son of Sam Hain, with a, uh, which was published in August of 2014. And the yeah. credits for the comic book are script by Michael Maresi. Mar- Mar- I, I think it's Marecki. Marecki. Uh, Steve Seeley, Tim Seeley's brother. Art by Emilio Lacio. Colors by K. Michael Russell. Letters by Crank. 
Edits by James Louder. Designed by Steve Dove. Art direction by Stefano Caselli. Series direction by Tim Seeley. And the cover of the main book, the cover of issue two, and the only cover for issue two, is by Stefano Caselli. So this only had one cover for this issue. Uh, we open up our story with a flashback about how the monsters and the Black Lamp Society have influenced history throughout time as we switch over to our young son of Sam Hain on the run from Cassie and Del Rey as they continue to track him. They eventually catch up to him and befriend him, taking to him to a diner after they find that he has slaughtered a bunch of different creatures. The kids needed some meals at a uh, restaurant called Crank's. Funny enough, relation to the, obviously, uh, letters by. Cassie gets into a little bit of the backstory of what happened to Vlad, as well as realizing that she couldn't play house with Georgia anymore, and it was time to move on. We switch back over to our resident monsters as they're in an archaeological dig to find a giant green creature of some kind that is some glowy creature which would make an awesome toy and they talk about that uh now it will obey their every command and the time has come to finish what they have started and set fire to the human world to be continued yes this giant creature reminds me of something the on the top of the panel of page one the giant creature where it says evil has a way of uh per 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 uh, reminds me of like a Godzilla style right. villain. Yes. Reminds me of a Godzilla style villain. Oh yeah. I think yeah, there's a bunch of them, like even like Orga, I think would be an example. Right. From two thousand. And yeah. It seems that one thing that I did notice about this one is you've got the way that Cassie is actually interacting with this kid is a lot nicer than she's ever interacted with kids. I mean, the last time we've seen her interacting with teenagers, well, anyone younger than her, on a regular basis, she set them on fire. So this is an improvement. And it seems that she actually recognizes him as somehow related to Sam Hain. Yes. Um, obviously, it's not Cassie's kid because she would remember um, <laughs> probably giving birth to a kid that uh, that story was only, you know, possibly like a year ago when when uh, Vlad died. So, um, so yeah. it's definitely not hers, but uh, it is definitely the son of the Black Lamp Society. The archaeological dig that the monsters have is kind of funny. The guy that they're with looks like Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. What do we have a name for? Do we have do we have a name for this beast? By the way, uh, I think they just call it the God Beast. Uh, they mentioned the guy with the um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampire face uh, says uh, Atan Sulu, its long lost master, alive and in the flesh. Ah, is yeah, that the it, name of it? Uh, Atan Sulu is the god. Okay, is that a uh, real god or is that something Tim made up? It's it, they made it up. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I I'm pretty sure that I've never heard that name before. Uh, if it is, it's from like like something like pre-Sumerian, but it probably isn't. Uh, this kid, but, yeah. um, Oki. I think because he was born in October, he wants to be called Oki, which is you know fitting. Uh, basically, does look like Sam's son because of the way he dresses and the cloak and everything. Yeah, and of course the hair, but I think it. The main reason I would think it would be a little 
odd is, well, he probably would have heard if he had a kid by now. Then again, it's entirely possible that considering Sam Hain spent so much time amnesic, he might not actually know he had one. Right. Yeah. Uh, He probably, yeah, I mean, he more than likely had sex with multiple women or was forced to or forced himself on multiple women. Um, I mean, the Black Lamp Society doesn't really... um, wouldn't surprise me if uh, non-consensual sexual activities would uh, is right up their alley of stuff they would do. That is how those weird monster things came up on that uh, uh, Isle of Dr. Moreau type place. Correct. Uh, Cassie's story about trying to get away from what happened um, and you know in her life and settle down with Georgia for a happily ever after reminds me a lot of Dean Winchester at the end you know the beginning of season six of Supernatural he tried to settle down with Lisa and Ben but that wasn't in the cards for him yeah however in her case go ahead no, you go, you go. no, no go ahead uh, in, in her case it seems that it really is related to how she most likely has antisocial personality disorder. Like she can't, she cannot sit still. Right. I have the same problem. And she, and she keeps needing to be moving around, getting into all kinds of trouble. Yep, exactly. I have the same problem. Sometimes it can be a pain in the butt. Maybe not to the point of being a sociopath. No, (laughs) no, but I do have uh, problems sitting down, staying still and not working on too many things at once. I just recently had a couple of things taken away from me, and so, um, I I mean, they're still mine, but I'm not going to be directly involved with them as much anymore, so uh, that might be lightening my load a bit, let's just say. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. Um, Again, the Danny Trejo guy is really funny. He looks so much like Danny Trejo. I also felt like this issue went by so fast, and there were a lot more ads in the back of this issue than compared to the last one. Like, I think this is a smaller issue. I mean, also the weight—you pick up you—you you can't really do it because you're doing a trade paperback. But the weight between the two issues definitely feels somewhat different. So I'm wondering if this was a shorter issue. It seems like it probably was. It also, overall, it seems like issues one and two feel like one issue. Like, it didn't really a lot more happen. I think. In right. the first issue versus this one. Yeah, and this uh, giant green glowy creature thing, which is hilarious, which would make an awesome toy glowing in the dark with the Cassie uh, new to- Cassie toy coming out. By the way, did you pre-order that Cassie toy that's coming out, the better one that's coming out soon? I haven't uh, pre-ordered it. I uh, don't have a lot of room to put uh, figures up. This is uh, like but... I, this 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 figure is I think like five inches. It's not it's not a huge doll or anything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I, I take a look. Yeah. It. Uh, it definitely has a much better look to it than the previous hack slash figure. Um, when uh, Charcy was on with me, we both got ours at the same time. This time last year, we finally got that other hack slash figure, and we did not do it a lot of justice on the podcast. Tim <laughs> um, <laughs> just made me made it made it, made it clear. This is probably because of you know just uh, professional courtesy and all. He's like, "What you do in your podcast is your podcast." Just keep it on the podcast. And I was like, I got it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. negative attitudes and comments sometimes on Twitter can be redirected at me in a bad way. And that's, that that starts becoming a problem. And I'm like, no, I get it. And he's like, but what you do on your podcast 
is your podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, that toy is not great. The new one coming out looks fantastic. But then we're always asking, where's the Vlad toy? Where, where, who's going to become Vlad toy? Yeah. <laughs> we've got two. Think... We've got a Cassie. We, we, okay, we've got a Cassie mini mates figure. We've got the Cassie statue from Fempe Tales. We've got two action figures. Where's Vlad? <laughs> I guess the main reason why they wouldn't be doing it is because he does physically take inspiration from Jason. So they might have legal issues. Uh, I don't think so because Jason's mask it's doesn't likely, have. It's not likely, but it seems possible. I, Jason's mask doesn't have uh, air filters on it. Yeah. And that's the difference. Air filters. Yeah. Make the air filters huge. You know what I mean? Color the mask gray, because yeah. Jason's mask is supposed to be white. Color it gray. And I don't think anyone really has... Also, the, 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 the figure that came with the statue, by the way, is gray. The the, the mask, uh, Vlad's mask. Hmm. Yeah. And by the way, that statue came out uh, from Fempe Tales, um, came out when Vlad was dead. So that's why she's holding Vlad's mask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I would love to see action figures made of the entire line of bad guys that Cassie and Vlad have fought, but that's, oh, what a, yeah. that's what a TV show or a movie is for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, especially one that would seems relatively easy to make would be Sam Hand. Definitely. It's a guy in a black cloak with a, with a pumpkin mask. It's not too complicated. And... I also, something I noticed when in this issue with these scalpers, they were talking about, it seemed like they wanted to essentially take out uh, Aki's organs. Which seems that if he is biologically related to Samain, they might be trying to uh, get more of the black ambrosia. Right, definitely. Well, those are all great questions for the writer, uh, when he comes on the show, because he said, yeah, totally, message me on DM. So I'm just waiting to hear back from him, and uh, hopefully he will definitely come on to flesh out some of this uh, craziness that's in this issue that we can't definitely identify. Uh, so I will keep everyone apprised if that's definitely going to happen. Um, the ads in the back of the issue are for How Tunes, Resignation, Undertow, Night World, Nothing I'm Familiar With, Imperial, God Hates Astronauts, and Dead at 17, that comic book I actually have read. Um, and then the back of the page, it says Displaced Persons. They used to run little uh, captions in here with like, um, you know, like, oh, hey, spotlight on this image person, this issue, but they didn't do that this time around. Yeah. Uh, these are collected in a trade paperback, you said, correct? Yes, it is all in a trade paperback. It is also, the trade pa- paperback itself is also collected in the sixth omnibus. Oh, excellent, excellent. Okay, that's that's fantastic. So everyone, if you can't track down the individual issues, um, then definitely go pick up those because they are definitely in print. Or go to the Hoopla Library app and download it for free. You get it for like two to three weeks. The Hoopla Library app uh, carries thousands of graphic novels um, and trade paperbacks. Um, they've been a little slow on the Marvel stuff sometimes, but they've always got like the up-to-date on independent uh, comics from Image, IDW, Dark Horse, and DC Comics. And the only thing to, to keep in mind if you're getting the uh, trade paperback of just Son of Sam Hain, it does say Volume 1 on the bottom. There isn't a Volume 2, but... Yeah, that's just... That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they, they thought there was going to be more, and it 
for various reasons to just lead on that there could be more, but there wasn't. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, again, thank you so much, Greg, for coming on the show. Where can people find you? I am on Twitter, Gregory Elner, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y-E-L-L-N-E-R. And I am also on multiversitycomics.com, where I do a bunch of reviews, a bunch of annotations, including I do annotations of various hack slash stuff as it comes out in a column called Butcher's Walk. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about the second issue of this uh, mini-series that we're getting into here on the podcast. It's always great to talk to you with your wealth of knowledge about Hackslash and the timeline as well. It's always great that to have to figure out when, where, what takes place, when, and how. These two uh, little shorts that are in the omnibuses, omnibuses that came out for the Kickstarter, where do they take place in the Hackslash universe? The one in the second one, at least. In the first one, it is unclear. Okay. Because it's really just them showering. All right, that, so uh, that well, could that could take place after. We'll, we'll just say it takes place after the uh, the crow. Yeah, but the other one, it definitely takes place at the time when the the character who let's be honest, it's Elvis. When Elvis was taken away by Neff, and it's someone else famous who again they can't name, and what they did. So it's in the 70s. Okay. Before any of this. All right. Sweet. And there's probably another one coming at some point. Oh, yeah. They, they'll probably kickstart the next one soon. Cool. Awesome. And you can find me over on Goth Girl Horror, the hack slash Twitter account. There's no Facebook page, but the Facebook page for Radio of Horror is the umbrella account for all of the other, hacks, uh, other uh, podcasts that I do. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with issue three and possibly a surprise celebrity guest star here on Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash podcast. Kathy, Kathy, who are you gonna stop tonight? Let the villains know that she's looking for a fight.